0: So taking place this morning is the tribute concert to Taylor Hawkins, of course the drummer from Foo Fighters who passed away earlier this year or was it last year, Steve? Gosh, you passed my time. away in March of
1: this year. March age, this year. Age just 15.
0: And so this is taking place this morning?
1: Yes, so this was a um, packed Wembley Stadium this morning. Um, it wrapped up maybe an hour or so ago. Um, Kiwi's got the chance to watch this on YouTube and last I checked it's still up so you can go back and watch the oh, cool. five... Five-and-a-bit-hour concert. Oh, right. It's a massive, massive show they put together. The lineup included uh, people like Liam Gallagher, Niall Rogers, Supergrass, uh, Them Crooked Vultures, which is uh, Josh Homme from Queens of the Stone Age, John Paul Jones from Led Zepp, and Dave Grohl's Supergroup that hasn't played for like 12 years or so. The Pretenders played. ACDC's Brian Johnson played with Lars Ulrich from Metallica. uh, On and on. Queen, and then Foo Fighters closed it out with a... Revolving door of awesome drummers filling in for the late Hawkins. Oh, incredible! Yeah, it's, it's a very a fitting tribute. Show. Yeah, and if, as if that wasn't enough, as, as I say, you can watch it um, on YouTube on the MTV YouTube account. Uh, there is another one happening in LA on September 27. So this is really a chance for the band to to farewell their good mate, as um, Grohl put it on stage. For those of you who knew him personally, you knew that nobody else could make you smile or laugh or dance or sing like he could. For those of you who admired him from afar, I'm sure you felt all the same thing. So tonight we've gathered with family and his closest friends, his musical heroes, and greatest inspirations to bring you a gigantic bleep night for a gigantic bleep person.
0: Oh, very special. Now tell me, there's a new season of the Waiata Anthems being released this week too? Yes,
1: yeah, so this is out on TVNZ Plus from tomorrow. Um, the first season of this was a great watch following uh, New Zealand musicians, uh going through a journey of um, translating one of their songs into today And it, it proved much more than just the words on the paper. So for a lot of the people involved, it's quite a deeply personal journey. Season two, I've seen a couple of the episodes from season two. Um, the subjects uh, this time around include Lord. Um, and this uh, is really like as much about Dame Hinawehi Mohi as it is about mm. Lord this episode. Um, because what it doesn't just do is explain the process of uh, translating uh, one of her solar power tracks into today, but um, the backlash that happened when that was released, which I think we can dust off our memory and, and recall that happening. Um, also, the Cora uh, and Paige episodes are, are really great. These involve parents who uh, had fluency that didn't get passed down to their children, so it's a real chance for... Um, families to 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 build back some of that knowledge um, of today, and and you know, as as ever, the songs sound fantastic, and the and the translations, which aren't always literal, because. Um, you still got to work to the meter mm. of the song and, and kind of capture the spirit of what's going on. So that's on TVNZ Plus,
0: right? So on
1: demand. Yeah, from tomorrow. Yeah.
0: Fantastic, and of course, also causing a little bit of controversy is the new Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power series, which launched on Prime Video. I'm sure a lot of people have had a chance to take a look at it already. And New Zealand looks stunning, but uh, it's getting review bombed.
1: Yes, and what does so this, this mean? is a um, this is a phenomenon which uh, is. J- So when the public get the chance to give their feedback, like it's via Mm -hmm. Rotten Tomatoes is sort of where we saw this happening most. And it's just people giving terrible review ratings. So based on things that might not have anything to do with the content of the show, so speculation with Rings of Power was that it was around the diversity of the cast. So it's just like a bunch of little brats uh, en masse kind of encouraging each other to to give terrible reviews. So basically trolling. Because Love or... This is not a show that is... Terrible whether it does everything that you want a Lord mm. of the Rings show to do is, is a completely mm. another question. But for it to have like a 35% score on Rotten Tomatoes mm. is, is kind of absurd, really. Um, but the first two episodes are out, it's very much still in kind of first episode is set up mode, second episode gets underway a bit better, particularly as other uh, first sort of dwarf characters are introduced. Um, and I think there's a, a lot of the spirit and things we associate with Lord of the Rings is, is alive and well in the new series. I'm not 100% convinced, but we'll sort of see how it goes. wait and see how it unfolds. Um, it is the biggest ever show on Prime. It should be. It, is, it looks uh, amazing. It is a ridiculously expensive show. Yeah. Speculation is that it cost $465 million US to make eight episodes.
0: Should you should you spend that much on a TV show, Steve?
1: I mean, <laughs> I'll, I'll check what's in the drawer, and then I'll, uh, I'll make a call on that.
0: Thank you so much for your time this morning. Appreciate it. Uh, that was Steve Newell, editor at flicks.co.nz.